0: It's not just teen girls who struggle with receiving compliments. Because if you were a teen girl or a tween girl who struggled with receiving compliments and you never worked on it, it's probably pretty likely that you're an adult right now who has no idea how to receive a compliment.
1: You're listening to What's The Lesson, a podcast where we shift your WTF moments into WTL moments and learn together how to transform your life and relationships through social-emotional learning.
0: We're your hosts, Jill and Mary, social-emotional learning experts and the co-founders of Girls Mentorship, a personal growth and development company for teen
1: and tween girls. In each episode, we'll explore the five competencies of SEL. Self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, relationship skills, and responsible decision-making. And share practical tips, stories, and strategies for building these skills in ourselves and others. Whether you're a parent, educator, or just looking to improve your own social emotional
0: well being, this podcast is for you. Join us as we navigate the exciting and sometimes challenging world of SEL and discover the power that emotional intelligence has to transform our lives and communities. Welcome back to the show, everyone. What's the lesson? Where Jill and I talk about all of life's happenings, making sure that we understand that nothing is actually happening to us, that instead, it's all happening for us. And since we are in the month of February, what better topic to talk about than
1: self-love. Let's talk about it. What do you say, Jill? Oh, I'm here for it. How do we take those WTF moments about self-love and turn them into WTL moments?
0: What's the lesson? Well, the the reason we wanted to talk about this was twofold. Um, We have a self-love social coming up at the end of this week. It's in about five days from now, I think. And This is a really integral and impressionable time to have these conversations with girls in particular. But this is not just a subject that girls can benefit from having because I bet you listening on the other side of your podcast app have struggled with self-love. And I only say you because I also mean me. I'm an adult woman who is 34 years old, and to this day, probably this morning, I looked at myself in a way that was not loving in any way, shape, or form. And we have that little voice inside of our head that A, can't take a compliment, B, tears ourselves straight down. So yes, we love to have these conversations with girls so they have the tools earlier than we had the tools, but lean in if this conversation piqued your interest as well.
1: Woo! I am I'm leaning in because I too woke up today feeling like I was my own worst critic. And I love that you said that we get to help girls understand these conversations a lot sooner than how we got them or knew about them or learned about them, and that we still practice on a daily basis. And here's the thing, listeners tuning in, We teach all things social-emotional learning. So what does social-emotional learning have to do with self-love? Well, it hits on one of many competencies that fall within social-emotional learning, and that's self-awareness,
0: right? Because what kind of, let's just call it elevator music, is playing inside your head on a daily basis, right? You have to live with yourself more and longer than you have to live with anybody else. So if you don't have a clue what the voice inside your head, what the track inside your head is saying on a daily basis, then you can't really change what's going on on the outside. You have to be able to tune in to what you're saying to yourself and understand that you're a liar half the time, more than (laughs) half the time. And you have to be able to change the trajectory of that self-talk that you have, but you can't change it if you know nothing about it.
1: Well, and here's a visual. I'll never forget hearing someone say that they worked retail similarly similarly to us back in the day when we worked at Lululemon and the Mariah Carey... All I Want for Christmas. I... That is you, Sarn. Oh, is that it? Yeah, do it. Oh, okay, that's it. Don't want a life I... for Christmas. There is just one thing. I... Yes, that song. And she was saying that that song played over and over and over in the store until she couldn't hear it anymore. That's called your
0: reticular activating system. Just as a side note, you really start <laughs> to drown things out. So if you're a new mom and you know, your baby is crying, you either tune into it or at a, at a certain point in time, you can tune it out. You don't hear certain things when they're happening. Um, I like to think um, in my car when a, a certain beep is going off because, you know, I drive a little old hoopty. So um, <laughs> sometimes things just happen and there's a rattle or a noise. I don't hear it anymore, but somebody else gets in my car,
1: they can hear it loud and clear. I love that, yes. So this conversation is going to allow you to check back in to look at the track that's playing in your mind so that you can wake up to it that's what self-awareness is it's paying attention to your thoughts and then your words your actions your behaviors and this conversation really came up yes
0: because we are throwing a self-love social so all of february we're really focused about talking all about things concerning loving yourself in order to love others and tips, tools, and tricks to do that. But we had a mom recently tag us on a video on TikTok where she was talking about how she complimented her 10-year-old daughter. And the 10-year-old daughter did not take it very well. She just rolled her eyes, kind of scoffed, turned around, and walked away. And the mom followed her. And she's like, I was just trying to give you a compliment. And the 10-year-old said something under her breath about compliments being stupid. So the the comment section is really what I wanted to dig into in terms of this podcast episode because there was a lot of teenagers and preteens weighing in saying things like they didn't feel worthy of the compliments or they didn't really know whether someone was being true and Kind in their compliments or they were actually delivering a backhanded compliment. So they would rather just not receive them than have to try to decipher that or even feel worse about themselves. And our point in bringing this up is it's not just teen girls who struggle with receiving compliments. Because if you were a teen girl or a tween girl who struggled with receiving compliments and you never worked on it, it's probably pretty likely that you're an adult right now who has no idea how to receive a compliment. And how do we know that to be true? It's in body language. It's in the reaction we get from people when we compliment them. And mind you, Jill and I are around women all day, every day in terms of female networking groups, business meetings that we're a part of, moms, other professionals in this area. And we see it all the time. So we
1: want to point out three things. But before I, before we get going, Jill, what are your thoughts? Well, my thought is a lot of times I think the number one thing parents come to us for is how does my daughter grow in her confidence? And confidence isn't like um, you do a little bit of this and then you get a half a teaspoon of that. It isn't A formula or a recipe that you follow that's going to yield the same results. I thought it was Maybelline. Maybe she's born with it? Maybe it's Maybelline.
0: <laughs> maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know how many of you got that reference. That's <laughs> definitely from um, cable TV times commercials. But <laughs> when we had to watch the commercial, gosh, my kids will never appreciate watching commercials. No, <laughs> side note for sure. But Maybelline, we all know it. It's a makeup brand. It still produces makeup that we all know and use today. But they had a commercial and their tagline was maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Know. And we like to we'll think of confidence like yeah. that. Like, you're not, you
1: know, maybe she was just born with it and I'm never going to have it. That's not true. Right. So, why we're talking about self love and we're literally talking about it the entire month is because it is so foundational in growing your confidence. If you can't receive a compliment from somebody else because you distrust them or you don't believe them or whatever that may be, that is definitely an area for you to explore. So when you can grow in your confidence, when you are ready to receive good words from other people, then you can really appreciate what people see in you because you are the light.
0: So the first thing we want to talk about in terms of really honing in on your self-awareness, the three things that we see the most in terms of being able to receive a compliment, calling attention to something before somebody else can do it. And I see it on social media all the time. Sorry about my messy
1: room. Oh, this shirt is so wrinkly. Oh, don't mind that laundry basket because I'm recording a video inside my house and I'm doing laundry.
0: Oh, um, I haven't gotten a manicure in weeks. It's like um, a defense mechanism to where you're trying to point something out around you that is wrong before someone else gets a chance to. And it's humanizing, sure. However, what would be more humanizing about it is simply pointing out that you're at home and this this is my mess, honey. Like, (laughs) I live here, I own this space, and this is how I live. No harm, no foul. I mean... Something like that, an approach like that, I feel like would be much more genuine than automatically starting on the defense as if
1: something is wrong with you for living your life. Amen. And if if that's you, or if you're the person that always calls out something before someone else gets to it, start there. Oh my God, you look so beautiful today. Did you see this huge
0: honking zit on my forehead? Right. Right. So it spans across all ages. Obviously, I mean, I'm 34 and I still break out. But I used to do that all the time. As a
1: teen, right? Like, oh, I'm not pretty today. Look at this zit on my forehead. Right. Because I'm like, someone for sure is going to call me out on it. So I might as well make fun of myself first First. before I get hurt by somebody else. So temperature check.
0: If you're listening to this and you're saying, oh, that is me. I totally do that. Okay, well, when we bring things up and we bring it into your field of awareness, you know better now. Not saying it's going to change overnight, but you have the awareness around when it happens next, and you can stop yourself from doing it. That's how we get started, one little step at a time.
1: So let's talk about the second tip. So the second tip that we want to talk about is deflect. So you pass the buck or turn the compliment back on to the person who gave it to you. So what do we mean by this? I mean, it's fairly
0: simplistic, and all of these are pretty interchangeable depending on your style of communication. Deflection is literally just unwillingness to accept the compliment. You want to quickly turn the attention back on something else. So if somebody says, oh, my God, I love your shoes... You immediately glaze right over the compliment and you're like, my shoes, what about yours? Oh, my God, those are amazing. And you don't take time to revel in what they said about you, your fashion, your taste, whatever that, whatever that compliment was. And I think we can go a level deeper there. What Do you not believe in your ability to style yourself? Do you not have confidence in the outfit that you picked out? What are you deflecting from Um, That's obviously a layer deeper. However, we want you to really focus
1: in on receiving the compliment. Yes, because I, in this one, in us talking about deflecting, I notice it more as a grown woman than I did as a young girl. And what do I mean by this? I deflect when I feel inferior to somebody else. Meaning, if I'm having a conversation with someone that I look up to or I admire and i am like oh my gosh don't sound dumb don't say the wrong thing and you know sometimes that woman that i'm admiring admires me too so i'm quick enough to if she says something about the way that i'm i'm dressed or my my makeup or whatever that may be or maybe i'm doing something great in business i immediately turn it back on to her to be like but i'm obsessed with you i love you and you were the person who inspired me to get to that right But what I've done now is, and even if I am quick to deflect, I now say, hang on, I'm going to receive that. Thank you so much for seeing that in me. And then you can turn it back onto somebody else. Well, and your body language really
0: matters in this, right? It's you can receive, you can be open to receiving, but if your arms are crossed or your hands are clenched. That's not the posture of receiving. So I love that Jill just painted a picture of stopping, dropping and rolling. Just kidding. (laughs) Stopping and saying, no, 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 I'm going to receive that. And when you say I'm going to receive that, it really helps to open your body to that compliment. So turn towards that person, open your palms, uncross your arms and really let it sink in because Regardless of why they said it, they said it and it should mean something to you and about you in a positive way. It's not something just to quickly glaze over and give back to that other
1: person as if we're just exchanging pleasantries because we're not. Right. And it, it makes you feel human. We have emotions. You might be nervous, and that's such an opportunity for you to actually say how you're feeling in that moment.
0: Well, and tying this back to the conversation about the video we were tagged on on TikTok, a lot of the teenagers that I read comments from were saying that they didn't feel like they received a ton of compliments, so they weren't sure if the compliment was actually for them or if someone was being sincere in their compliment. So if you were that teenager and this is how that's manifesting in your life now, we strongly recommend taking a look in the mirror and asking what steps you need to take. Or if you have a friend that you can ask to work, like hold you accountable to this or not, that might be a reason why as an adult you have a hard time doing it.
1: It's a practice. Mm -hmm. It totally is. And the last the last tip to practice self-love and really in the conversation around compliments is don't downplay what is great about you.
0: (laughs) And I, I want to point out a really distinct difference in this example, right? So, hey, Jill, great shirt. And you're like, oh, this old thing, I got this for like $3 at the thrift store, right? Can you hear my tone of voice in accepting quote unquote that compliment? as opposed to, hey Jill, great shirt. Oh my god, this? I got this for like three bucks at Target. I bet it's still on sale. You should go grab one too because it's literally one of my favorite finds. I love that.
1: The downplaying for me, again, is because there's something that inside you're not feeling comfortable with or you're insecure about you're insecure about it so it's like again i and the amount of times mayor that you and i hear from girls that they don't like the attention onto them and whether it's in a group or one-on-one they don't like the attention so how we downplay our greatness and whether it's through our character our substance or our style is to be like we basically crap all over ourselves. That's not that great about me, right? And oh, I suck. You no, know, I'm not that great at math. If you're
0: showing up that way, you're basically telling the world to treat you like that. You're literally giving power to the circumstances, the people, the situations oh. around you, as opposed to owning your power and telling the world
1: how you're going to show up? Okay, hang on, hang on. Um, I also learned this term from Judy Holler. She says, I want to click into that. Like, oh, let's open up that tab really quick, that browser. Let's, <laughs> let's browse away. Let's talk about that because you're right. The more that you or your daughter starts to believe other ways of being about herself so if if she doesn't love who she is then she's going to look for all the reasons why she's not lovable fulfilling prophecy so she's going then to create a story about why she isn't great and she's going to continuously look until she finds it. And then she's building up a case. Well, this is beautiful
0: because we're taking it back to the reticular activating system. So we started this conversation talking about that. The other thing it does is point out things that you want to see. So perfect example, how many of you have wanted to buy a red Corvette? Find yourself in this story. Maybe it's not a red Corvette. Maybe it's a Hunter Green Jeep Grand Cherokee. Whatever it is, you want that thing? You know you want that thing. You make a plan to get that thing. Either you get that thing or you don't, but now you start seeing that thing absolutely everywhere you are. That's your reticular activating system. You're feeding your brain what you want it to find, and it will find it. And the same thing goes along the ways of, if you don't feel like you're enough, you will find examples of not being enough everywhere
1: you look. So, That is why these conversations are so important to have and to be aware of and to put yourself in rooms that fill you up or allow you to do activities that make you feel good. And same with your daughter. It is so important that, yes, what you say to her at home matters, but you also need a community of people who say the same thing and pour into her just as much as you do, but it's not coming from you. And here's the thing, here's the thing, everybody. In social emotional learning, it is one big community. It doesn't just happen with one person and then no one else really cares. Everybody needs to get on board with showing up and being aware of how of how, how, they're taking up space because it impacts everyone around you. And self love literally is at the core of that. I mean, I don't have
0: anything else to say other than which one are you? Because we all have a tendency to lean towards one or the other. The self work that we put in obviously matters and it really helps the trajectory of how confident we can show up and how much we're able to take compliments. Therefore, leading its way to how much we really do love ourselves or practice self-love. But which one are you? Because I guarantee, especially if you're a parent, if you're deflecting, if you're downplaying, if you're pointing those things out before anyone else has a chance, monkey see, monkey do. So your daughter, your son, they're going to have a harder time receiving those compliments based on what, how you're showing up for them. And you might not even know it. So this might just be the 20-minute reality check that you need to show up in your power a little bit more, if not for yourself, for those in your tribe, for those around you, for your kids to grow up loving themselves in ways that you might not have learned how to do so even today. So that's it, everybody.
1: Those are the three tips that we have for you. We're so excited to hear what you gain from this episode. So please go interact with us on social media. Write us a review. We want to hear what you guys, what's on
0: your heart about this. If you're local to the Phoenix or Scottsdale area and you have a daughter or a girl in your life that is the ages 10 to 13, sign her up for our self-love social. We have a couple seats left. We would love to pour into her in this way as early and as often as possible. And we have so many incredible things planned for this little three-hour workshop. Um, The tickets are available on our website, which is www.girlsmentorship.com. No Y's, no Z's, spelled the absolute (laughs) normal way. We would love, love, love to see her there. And until next time, we'll see you on another episode of What's the Lesson.
1: Bye, everyone. We say this every time, but wow, what a powerful episode. These conversations always leave us feeling so fired up and inspired. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in with us.
0: If you felt as inspired by listening to this conversation as we did having it, we would be ecstatic if you'd advocate for us in one of the following ways by sharing this episode with a friend or tagging us on your social media, by heading over to iTunes and leaving us a rating and an honest review, or
1: by following us on social media. This community is full of movers and shakers. We've linked our Instagram account as well as our exclusive community on Geneva for girls and parents in the show notes. This is a place where we exchange ideas, post questions and provide support to each other. Until next time,
0: you guys, remember, being able to shift our WTF moments and finding the lesson instead saves us time and mental energy.
1: And this bomb-ass episode was sponsored by Girls Mentorship.